Hey guys, we are so excited because this week we are interviewing a very special mama. We are, and she's so sweet and she's so dear to both of our hearts. Yes. She is a fellow podcast sister. Yay. She's in the podcast community. And I that know. makes me so excited it does. because this is our first time interviewing somebody that also has a podcast. Yes. And, and has she's been a listener since the beginning of ours. I know. And I've listened to hers. I think you yeah. have too. Yep. And um, she has a podcast called The Onion Peel. We'll get to that here in a second. But um, her name is Angela Duba McConnell. Yes. And she was born and raised in Port Huron, Michigan. Yeah. So um, we know her personally, but her story is going to reach so many people. That is why she's on here. And we are just so excited for you guys to hear her story. But Angela actually married the love of her life. And together they had five children, uh, three boys and two girls. And what makes her journey um, actually very special in a very unique way? And to say this in the the best way possible, in 2013, her husband actually took his own life. And that left Angela raising a family on her own mm -hmm. and then also just navigating, staying afloat financially, um, being independent. Yeah, trying to figure out yeah. life as a single parent. Mm -hmm. And trying to figure out life, what, you know, after your love passes away. Like, I just... I couldn't imagine. And she is such a strong woman. Yes. And it, that is actually what her podcast is about. Is uh, It's called The Onion Peel. And, right. you know, she talks about her journey and yes. what happened and, and the day, you know, oh, my gosh, the first few episodes, they will just grab you by the heart, you guys. Mm -hmm. And I, I cried. I laughed. And I went through so many emotions with her. And I really recommend just listening to her podcast and she talks about everything and how she got through it. Right. Because I could not imagine. And this woman, she's just so strong. So strong. But I think this also is very awesome that she's on here because she is going to be sharing her story. Mm -hmm. And um, you guys are going to get to see and hear, you know, just kind of how her life spiraled and how it's become and where she is now. And, mm -hmm. and then again, I think it's just going to drive you to want to go and visit the onion peel. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing about the onion peel too, is her slogan is finding hope within your tears. And, and I love that slogan. Yes. And I, not that I've been in the same situation that she has, but it just kind of hit home for me. Mm -hmm. And hope is something we all need in our life. I was just going to say, we all have situations or events that have happened to us where yeah. we're struggling to find hope. Right. And, you know, so I think that is something we can all relate to. Exactly. So um, I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm excited. And so this so is an avenue we have not gone down before. So I'm so excited for you guys to listen. And we're just very, very lucky yeah. and happy she agreed yes. to do this podcast with us. So, um, you know, sit tight and grab that wine and we hope you enjoy. Yes, we do. Here we go. Tune in, you guys. Hey guys, this is Erica. And I'm Brooke. And we are so happy you joined us on this lovely Friday. Oh yeah. So grab some wine, grab a comfy couch. Right. And hang out with us. It's Uncorked Mamas. <laughs> Hello ladies. Hello. Hi. Thank you, Ange, for joining us this Friday and letting us pick your brain. 
We're so Thank happy you're here. Me. So excited to be here, guys. Yeah. Really excited. This is very exciting for us because Ange is a fellow podcaster. She is in the podcast community as well. Yes. yes. Um, so we're going to get to pick her brain and talk about her podcast as well later in the show. Awesome. So you guys know tradition. We always have to try a new bottle of wine each yep. week. So I went camping in Cadillac, Michigan this past week and Listen, I didn't go to a, a vineyard and get this wine. <laughs> it actually was at Meyer, And she uh, liked the bottle. But the okay. bottle popped out at me, and it has this cute little starfish on it. And I think it's called Starborough. Oh, nice. Right? Okay. And anyways, it's a Savant Blanc. And I don't know if Love I'm going to like it, but you know what? Let's just try I mean, it. Let's try it. We got to. So okay. cheers, these girls. Cheers. Ooh, I like it. Not it's dry. It's dry. I it's like dry. it. Okay. I like my wine. You All like right. it dry. You like yes. dry wine. Okay. That's good because normally right. we're like dry. We're, we're out. Yeah. No, really? Yeah. yeah. We're not. Big what do you got? Like sweet. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. So I mean, hence yeah. this Moscato. bottle here. Okay. I mean, I <laughs> backup like a good, bottle. Yeah, Moscato's good, mm -hmm. but I like dry better. Like you know Merlot what? dry. I'm not a huge red wine, so this okay. is, same here. This so was this like the perfect wine for okay hosting. I can say. Perfect. You guys knew. Uh, we did. <laughs> we knew. We looked we into knew. you. See, no, that bottle spoke to you mm -hmm. and said, hey, Ange is going to like this. Ange wants yeah. you. I like no, a good dry wine. Good. I like I it, it, but when I took a sip, I had like bubbles in my mouth, I felt like. Well, no. Okay, no. No bubblies? I didn't. No, it's just pretty. <laughs> no, bubbly. you know, it was probably how I sucked okay. it in. All right. Just kidding. I will say okay. this is not my favorite. Mm. Listen, Personal. I, on the All back, right. it it, re, it referenced fresh cut lemongrass. Okay. Mm, okay. So I pictured a lot of grass happening and I knew it mm. might not be the best, but I still had to try it. No. Okay. Bottle. I like it. All right. Well, um, moving on. We also have water <laughs> here. All right. So let's talk about something really interesting that this was the thing I wanted to mention. Oh. I'm Brooke, I don't know if you know this or not. Okay. Even though I'm dating myself. But do you know <laughs> that I used to babysit your husband? <gasps> did you really? I what? Did. I oh know. my gosh. I did. That's and adorable. your sister-in-law. And your sister-in-law. That's adorable. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I know. Okay, oh so wait. And you've seen my kids. Yes. Does Miles look like Corey did when oh, he was younger? Oh, very much. Really? really? Very much. Oh, that is I said excited. that from the beginning, though. After when yeah. you had him, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's little Corey. Well, everybody kidding? says that, but, mm -hmm. you know, hey, you're sitting him. You know. Yes. Yeah. I, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Down on oh, was, he, was he a bad kid? No, Corey was always good. Damon was always the one that was. A little stinker. Oh, yeah. He's still Damon. a stinker. Still. He still, still is. Still a stinker. I mean, He's I like think people thorn. change, but sometimes. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we love them though. Oh my god, we that's so them. funny. I didn't so, anyways, know I just was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if Brooke knows. I that didn't know that. To babysit, yeah, oh. Corey. Oh, oh man. Oh. So you can ask him what kind of babysitter I was. <laughs> oh, you know what? Honestly, every time your name is brought up, he loves you. Yes, mm -hmm. I love so Corey too. nothing but good vibes. And for I you. love Joey too. Oh, I've well, just known Corey his longer. entire existence, yes. mm -hmm. literally. Yeah, his that's crazy. Existence. Yeah, because oh you guys God. are basically neighbors. Oh, yeah. And just him a and Damon. Houses down. Yeah. yeah, just a couple houses down. And, and I mean, Damon and Corey were together 
I mean, oh, non-stop yeah, really. from and the time they were babies on up. So. It's like, like nine, so they've been friends nine days apart in birthdays. Yeah, nine days apart. I believe it's nine days. Something. Yeah, both October birthdays. Yep, yep. yep. Mm. So. Yeah, they're they're like twinsies. Oh my god, that's too funny. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. <laughs> something that I also need to say too. This is very exciting for us because due to COVID, we haven't been able to have. Yep our interviews oh, yeah. like in person and this yeah. is such a breath of fresh air yeah, for us nice i know like and it I, feels good to look at you it yes. does and we've been <laughs> wanting the interview for for a really long time yep. now but i always said Ange has to be in person, in person. i don't want to do it over yeah. the phone yep. yeah i think interviews i mean sometimes you can't help it right, right. I mean, COVID. obviously Couldn't. covid mm-hmm. in different states all that stuff but yeah i think it's nice to be able to see people's facial expressions it is and just you know, be able to read what's going on. Exactly. You know, makes it, I think, completely for a more authentic and it's personal. experience. Mm-hmm. Feels it's more personal. personal. Yeah. Agree. Okay. So we're ready to get into the. You ready? You ready? Let's to do it. Do it. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right. So we did a bio about you. Okay. And nice. we, um, it's kind of like a cliff note version. We put it into the beginning of our podcast so the listeners can mm. kind of hear who we're about to meet and speak with and hear your story, right? So. Let's start off with, when did you and Don actually get married? How how long? Let's see, 1998. Okay. Spring of 98. Okay. So dated for a couple years and mm-hmm. um, got married uh, and had kids immediately because he was 14 years older than me. So I was okay. like, hey, dude, if we're going to do this thing, TikTok, <laughs> that's how TikTok, Corey and I were. It's not my TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. the same thing because you and Corey 13 are years. same thing. Okay. You know exactly what I'm yep. talking about mm-hmm. then. <laughs> so did you always want to be a mom? Like, did you always envision yourself with a big family? No. In fact, I will say this much. When I went to my 20-year class reunion, yeah. and I show up and they're like, you have five kids? Mm-hmm. You? You. Have five kids. <laughs> I'm like, I know. Who knew? Yeah. So, no, I, I always thought I would have, you know, a couple kids, but mm-hmm. I never thought that in, in the end game, I'd have five. Right. Never in a million years. Yeah. Never. Especially with, you know, four of them being all within a year of each other is right. wow. crazy. So, that is crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. You, you had never, your hands full. Not very smart. <laughs> no. Just, <laughs> well, they always say, you know, like you want them to be close. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe that's like that's having a gang. Close. Seriously, yeah. a gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you are way overpowered, <laughs> outnumbered, yeah. like to the max extent. Because mm-hmm. when they're all teenagers, they're all teenagers and mm-hmm. you just lose. Do Everybody's they get going. along? Now, would you say because they're close together, do they get along better or worse? I would say because of what happened, mm-hmm. they definitely get along very well. I mean, of course, they're siblings and they fight and they can't mm-hmm. stand each other at right. moments. But the general consensus of them together is, oh, you don't mess with one of them. They're all oh, yeah. very, oh. the girls are very tight. The boys are very yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, they're they're very, very close. But again... Okay. Right. How much of that is based on right what we had to all experience yeah. as a family, mm-hmm. but that's I think part of the blessing that yeah. you know you walk away with. Oh yeah, you know so that family bond is the family mm-hmm. bond. Correct. Yeah. Now, were did you work or were you a stay at home mom? I worked, okay. but because I have my own business, I took the kids in and you know I could nurse at the office and oh, clients nice. just that's got nice. used to mm-hmm. hey you know <laughs> oh, she's just in the back nursing you know hey so. I was very fortunate, but then once I got past the nursing stage, we always had, you know, a sitter that came to the house. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, You know, they loved it because it was like a mini classroom. So. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. That's cool. And that's, that's very uh, like, 
I can envision like you, for instance, you're at home right now, you're yeah. working mm-hmm. and then taking care of little Joey. It's hard. Yeah. You know, it, working and taking care. Oh, oh so my God. Hard. When, especially now that they're starting or while well, he's starting to walk. Oh, oh busy. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, I have to like type something out, go run after him. <laughs> type something out, go run after him. It's yeah, like. It just gets worse. Oh, thanks. Right? I know. <laughs> Everyone keeps thanks. saying that. Like, oh, Erica, like what? It, I mean, it's fun. I mean, he did go back to daycare three days a week. Oh, so that's good. But mm-hmm. the two days that he's there, I mean, it's fun. But it's like a little mini workout my, within it work. Is. Yes. You know? it's, a, it's a lot. And, you know, we had now, you know, for those that don't know, my oldest son, Drew, mm-hmm. came with Don. So okay. he's not biologically mine, but he's mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is 100% my son. I've been in his life since he's eight. And, okay. And, um, you know, yeah. he calls me mom. And um, he's 32 now. Okay. So <laughs> I, I've been a mom longer to him than I'll ever be to any of my actual biological kids. Mm-hmm. Um Andrew lived with us uh, growing up, so we not only had all these four young babies together, <laughs> but then I also had middle schooler yeah. slash high schooler yeah. uh-huh. that so I that I was dealing with at the same time. So it was definitely a crazy busy life. Oh, I yeah. bet crazy. Busy. But did, he probably helped with the kids. Yes, he he did. He was a wonderful help. It was always like you know because we had to rent there. Was, so with the five kids plus Don and I, we always drove around like a fifteen passenger van. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Yep. It was always great because we'd like pull up to the party store and like the guy come out with the dolly, you know, thinking that he's getting got to get a delivery. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's no, just me and all my car family. seats. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> And, uh, but yeah, no, Drew was, I'd always be like, Drew, your sister needs a bottle. Grab the bottle out of the diaper bag. You know, so he was always a huge help, but Mm -hmm. I tried to be very conscious of the fact that, you know, he's 16, 17. He needs to be able to go and do what a high schooler needs to do. He wants to be 16. I think about that all the time. Like I ask Miles, Hey Miles, go grab me a diaper. Hey Miles, will you do this? And I, I, you know, I'm thinking in the back of my mind too, like, Hey, don't utilize him too much. You know, it's not his job. He's still a kid. You know, but Mm -hmm. like. He's also willing to right. help and when I need that help. Right. Nice. And and I, you know, I believe that, you know, they made them first for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, God mm-hmm. put them born first for a reason. Right. And so they've been equipped with the personality, mm-hmm. whether it's to lead, to be the helper, to yeah. be aware of what mom needs. And, yeah. um, you know, I certainly feel that way about Drew. And, and, and then my biological first, Reese. They're both kind of the same right. way mm-hmm. as far as um, just just being aware of what's going on. Right. So, um, yeah, so... I always say my sister, she's the oldest, and we're, oh, my God, are we 14 years apart? 13 oh, or 14? Geez, that's a lot. So, but she, I love her, and we definitely have that sister relationship, but there was times when she kind of rolled into the mom. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. just because I think that's just her, too, and um, so, yeah, you're right. I yeah. do believe that. Yeah, for that's, sure. that's exactly what Drew did, too. I'll never forget. I think he was 16 when Bryn, we, I, we got pregnant with Bryn, who's the youngest, and I remember, like, we, you know, Don and I sat down with them and we're like, hey, we got some news. Because our <laughs> house was so crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really worried. Not that he was going to be, like, s- upset or sad to have another sibling, but it was just the chaos was already oh, so yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, and hey, he was we're just trying to have his high that. school life. Right. right. Yeah. It's like, hey, <laughs> it's kind of unplanned. <laughs> 
Thank you, Tim McGraw concert. <laughs> and yeah, your dad and oh, I will Tim. be having another baby. Oh, so. oh gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yes. love that. <laughs> that thank you, Tim McGraw. probably going to kill me for saying it, but that's I'll... so funny. My, Corey would always say, thank you, New Year's Eve. That's yeah. right. Like, oh, right. Yep. 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 That's, uh, yeah. Don had bought me like literally front row tickets to Tim McGraw. Oh, I mean, my God. I touched the man like I can't. Oh, uh, no, you know, he is a like, man who looks woo! better with age. I'm telling I you tell what. You. So, Hello, yeah, that was a good night, and, and yeah. um, <laughs> thank you, Bryn, yeah. you're here now, and our family wouldn't be the same without yes. you, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, so we have a ton of things that we want to talk to you about, so mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick commercial. When we get back, we will get to it. When planning a wedding, you focus on a few major key components. One, being the videographer and photographer. You want the best company to capture your big day. Perspective Media does just that. They have everything you could hope for and more, leaving you with lasting memories for a lifetime. So stop calling around and trust me when I say Perspective Media is what you need. Call 810-247-7700 or check out their website www.ti-v.com and get a look at their options. They also offer family portraits, as well as high-quality photography for real estate properties. Again, call 810-247-7700 and get the perspective you're wanting. Welcome back. Hello. (laughs) How you doing over there? Doing awesome. awesome. Enjoying the wine? Of course, yes. I'm loving the <laughs> wine. It's just on here. I know. Right. I might have to, if we don't finish the bottle, I might have to take that home. With it's my little parting gift. It'll there be your you parting go. gift yeah. until your t-shirt's done. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, Ange also, she was so sweet. Oh, yeah. She yes. brought us our own little sign. Yes. Oh, I can't Uncork wait to hang and unwind. it. It was I so know, cute. Today, she, guys. You are I so saw kind. It and I'm like, oh, it's yeah. perfect. You're mm-hmm. so sweet. I can't we, wait to hang it. Uh, my friend Jess did the same thing. She got our little cork holder. She goes, I saw it. I had to get it. Mm-hmm. You can't I'm say like, no to that. Guys, you can't <laughs> so say no. kind. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, depending on you and what you want to share with us, um, I know you have your own podcast. Yes. So totally up to you and what you're comfortable with. Right. Um, what, w- would you mind sharing your story of with course. us? Of course. I would love to share yeah. my story. <laughs> awesome. So you mean the story of like just Don dying? Don, yeah. Okay. So first let me preface by just saying that Don was literally the love of my life. Greatest, kindest, most amazing man. Um, Feel very blessed that whatever time I did get to spend with him that I I was chosen to be his wife. So I only just said that because... When I say that I lost my husband, I, it's important that people know that I lost my person. Mm-hmm. He was my soulmate. He was, because everybody has a person. Sometimes it can be your mom, your sister, your right. husband, you, you know. I mean, he was my person. He yeah. was my everything. I was totally in love with my husband. Mm-hmm. So, And we said that when we were doing our bio because I think your guys' love was literally the truest uh, we could have seen. Thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. That really means a lot and to you. Thank you. So, I mean, he literally was my best friend, like for real. Yeah. So, so his loss was that thing where I really did lose part of myself because mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't anything that Don didn't know about myself. Yeah. 
about me. And um, so, yeah, so we were, geez, let's see, I don't know, 15, 16 years into marriage. Okay. Wow. I think it was yeah. 15 or 16. And literally June 24th, so it was just seven years ago, just, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I literally woke up one morning. It was like 8, 8.30 in the morning, and I could hear this wrestling around in my house, like something was uneasy. It was just where you're still sleeping, but you're coming, you know, you're coming awake. Right. And there was just like, I could hear some commotion, and I remember like waking up feeling a little confused. It was a beautiful summer day. The kids had just gotten out of school the week prior, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, two sheriff deputies were standing in my bedroom, which was upstairs. Oh, and literally just came in and blurted out, your husband committed suicide. And I'm like, I'm not even awake yet. I mm-hmm. literally, I always talk about how vulnerable I was because I was, you know, I had a big, long, baggy t-shirt yeah. on. I mean, mm-hmm. no bra, your hair's all yeah. over the place. You know, you haven't, you know, you're not teeth brushed. Mm-hmm. You're just in this like place of like, what? what? Yeah. yeah. And the kids were like around the police officers and I don't know that they actually heard because of the way that our bedroom was, um, it, it, just the way that it was designed. It's like they obviously they knew the police officers were there and right. something mm-hmm. was not good. And I just, you know, you just reel from that because you're like, what? I had I no mean, idea. I had no idea. He did not, I did not know he was depressed. I had no signs. I literally had that moment where your life is going along pretty perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. nobody's life is perfect, but... Right. It but, was pretty perfect. Yeah. yeah. And the next minute, poof, like it's all gone. And, you know, the other thing I talk about is that, like, I really did have the life of my dreams. We lived on a lake. I loved my house. I loved, mm-hmm. we lived in this great community and we had, I had a great marriage, great kids, all this stuff. And all of a sudden one day in a moment, I'm told that it's gone. And not only is my husband dead, but that, oh, by the way, your house is foreclosed upon, already has been sold at auction, it's not yours, and you have to get out of the house within probably a couple days. Oh, my God. I mean, it was crazy, crazy. So mm-hmm. I lost everything financially, everything. And I was 44, lost everything. So everything you are working for, right, in your, you know, your 20s, 30s, you get right. to whatever, and you think... You think you're to a place of safety and yeah. whatever, and then boom, it's literally gone. in one breath, in flames. gone. I had no idea, which I know sounds crazy, but if you really stop and think about it, I mean, Don handled a lot of the bills, mm-hmm. and we had been in financial problems for a while. I just didn't know, and he got really good at hiding it from me. Because he loved me and he didn't want to hurt me. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he was too, you know, felt too bad about, you know, the, the mess ups that he had done financially. And, you know, one thing about my husband, man, I'll tell you what, he always held out hope to the last minute. I totally mm-hmm. understand now why he bought so many damn lottery tickets now. <laughs> now, looking back, it makes sense. Because I was always be like, why are you wasting money on that? You never know, yeah, honey. Right. Somebody's got to win. I'm like, yeah, oh, I got it now. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, but that all being said, uh, you know, when I when I look back at it all, 
you know, I see things now. Obviously, hinds, you know, our hindsight's twenty twenty, and that's yep. one of that was one of our questions. Yep, hindsight's twenty twenty. But at the time, I'm going through just being a busy mom. You know, I had a, yep. you know, well, Drew was 20, 23 or twenty four, so he was, you know, he was moved out at his apartment and whatever. So, but I still had all these kids at home, and I'm mm-hmm. just doing work, doing life. And my grandma, who I was very, very close to, had fallen in December, broke her hip, and she was 94. And, you know, you knew grandma was going, right? Right. So, you know, I was driving here, you know, because I live like an hour away. I was driving here all the time to be with my grandma because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what we knew she was going. So a lot of my focus was on her where Don was home with the kids. And so that those last, you know, probably six months, you know, he really started to tank because if you know anything about suicide, you know, isolation is, is a huge piece to it. And, and mm-hmm. the situation that was set up with me focusing on my grandma was able to provide him to even go that further time. into, you know, this place of, of his thoughts and, and, you know, his reality, which was truth to him. It wasn't truth, but it, you know, it was truth to him. So yeah, it was a very crazy, um, unbelievable. How can this happen? You never think anything's going to happen to you. You think that by the time you're the age that you are, that you've provided yourself safety financially, you've got a good marriage, you've, Mm -hmm. you've done all the quote unquote right things, right? Right. To protect yourself from having your bubble be burst. Right. And Mm -hmm. That's just not the case. None of us can put ourselves in a bubble to a place. I don't care what you think, but you you, you can't. Um, And so from there, uh, fortunately, we got a wonderful person at um, the bank who actually owned our home. He was some vice president of something and just had a sympathetic heart to our story and really worked with us to allow us to just at least breathe and not have to like move out right away because I was constantly getting eviction notices and we would call and it'd be like, Hey, and he'd be like, don't worry about it. I'll get a hold of our legal department. You're not going to need to show up in court. Just it's fine. I'm still trying to work on whatever I can. But I mean, the house was gone. It wasn't just in foreclosure. It was sold at auction. Okay. And, um, again, all the paperwork that would come, I remember one time somebody even came kind of walking around the property, maybe like, I don't want to say measuring, but looked official. And I think I even said something to Don about it. And, you know, he just gave me some excuse. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, because he was my husband. And I I just believed what he said because I was like, oh, oh, okay. And then I went on to whatever, do the laundry, right? Right. Because that's what you do. So, um, so we were fortunate enough to stay in the house for for a, a lot longer than I thought, but I had to sell everything. I, our you know our boat, our, our hoist, our I mean I had to sell my wedding ring. I oh sold God. furniture. I everything had to be sold. Like it was it was a stripping of everything that my life was, and um, it's really hard, obviously when a sudden death happens for anybody, death alone mm. is very difficult, but then a sudden death, right. death on top of that. And then when you put suicide, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yeah. suicide. People don't know how to deal with death as it is. And in, in my opinion, we're just not taught how to do it very well. I feel like in America, mm-hmm. we're just not. And I, 
and I think some people are gifted at dealing with it, but then when you deal with something complicated, like a tragedy, like suicide, it's a very difficult um, scenario to wrap your brain around. And so because right. the people around me couldn't wrap their brain around right. it, they were all fumbling around me, and mm-hmm. I was just trying to grasp for any breath that I could take, and it was it was just not a good thing. So people end up hurting you they don't mean to right but they don't know what to do mm-hmm. and they're hurting yeah mm-hmm. and, and, they and they're watching you just completely fall apart I mean I literally didn't leave my house for I geez at least six weeks I did not walk out of the house for yeah. six weeks yeah at least and I didn't do my own grocery shopping for I know for sure the first nine months are you kidding me walking in our small community with a husband that killed himself I mean people were in such shock because if, again if you knew Don he was the most jovial loving outgoing warm just everybody loved mm-hmm. my husband mm-hmm. so nobody could believe that he killed himself yeah. well financially he got himself into trouble like years ago and at what at some point that snowball just catches up to you and you feel so horrible about yourself. And, and you know, and I always say, because I talk a lot about suicide because I've, I've done so much research and studied it for so many years um, just, to, just to help myself, number one. But then, yeah. number two, I mean, I've done it biblically. I've done it, you know, scientifically. I've mm-hmm. done whatever I could to try and understand it. And, you know, the thing is, is that I get so mad when people say, oh, it's selfish, it's cowardly. Oh, gosh, that's such a statement of ignorance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, but it is, and I'll be the first to say, I, that is exactly what I would have said before my husband committed suicide. That's exactly what I would have said. Yeah. Was, oh, my God, I know, it's such a selfish, everybody's got problems, like, deal mm-hmm. with them, you know. Yeah. Well, what I've learned is that, you know, there's their reality is not what, you know, our reality is right and what they believe is is that they've messed up so bad and that truly their family their loved one would be so much you know light-hearted and not have the burden of them if they just weren't here mm-hmm. and so they really in their minds get to the a place where their truth becomes it's gosh, the best it's, option. it's the best option they're going to be so much better right yeah. because as soon as Ange finds out what I've done then who knows? I mean, would we have gotten divorced? I mean, I can't tell you any of those things. I mean, I'd like to think that we would have worked through them, but who, it was a lot of years of not having truth be told to me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how that worked. Like, I don't know. Cause right. I, I didn't get that option. This right. was the option that, was that, the I, option. that I had. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, the kids and I have talked several times about, well, you know, gosh, dad just would have never come back from that knowing that he let us all down the type of person that he was would have just destroyed him. And that's basically what happened before he actually decided to take his own life. So, um, yeah, it is a pretty intense story. Um, and that day that it happened was, you know, it's all the things that you, you know, you just, it's your worst day. You know, you're screaming, you're puking in the toilet. You're, Oh my God. You know, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. But you know, I'm seven years out from that now. And, Right. Jeez. I will say the one episode where you had talked about, I could cry. Yeah. Uh, the one yeah, episode, n- the part that got me the most, um, it was when you went into the kitchen yeah. and Damon went in after oh, you yeah. and you said you fouls the floor. Yep. And I remember I was holding Joseph. Yep. 
and I was listening to your podcast, and I just started bawling. <laughs> well, thank you. Now you can make me cry. No, I, that's not my intention. Right. Just because it's like, right, like. Yeah, it was. I couldn't. Uh, I, I can't I, imagine. Oh, I can't. Most yeah. people, and, and, and here's, what I, here's what I will say um, about it all. Um, seven years out, and I can sit and I can tell you from the bottom of my soul, this is the truth, that I would never wish for it to be any other way now. I can't, people I know have a hard time sometimes understanding that, but I know there's people out there that totally get what I'm saying. Who I have become, who my children have become and are becoming, we can't, we can't give ourselves up. Mm-hmm. As much as we love Don, um, we, can't, we, we can't go back to who we were. Mm-hmm. And the power of our testimony, the power of our story is something that we get to walk in every day. And I always say, I say it all the time on my podcast, listen, our stories, all of our stories, every one of our stories, I don't care how old you are, what you've lived or haven't lived yet, every single one of our stories matter because they have the power to change other people's stories. Absolutely. Which Mm -hmm. is why we were talking earlier, you guys, about how, why people I think are enjoying podcasts so much because people on podcasts are very real. It doesn't matter any kind you're talking about, whether it's Mm -hmm. what, you know, what, a, a true crime or, yeah. or emotional or having a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. People are being real, and, and that's that's how we connect, right? That's yeah. when we share ourselves and we allow vulnerabilities to be exposed, then people don't feel alone. And mm-hmm. that's right. so important today, especially with all the social media stuff that goes on yeah. out yeah. there. So, mm-hmm. so when my kids and I talk, we, you know, we ultimately go – you know, we missed dad and we wouldn't have picked this. This is not something we would have chosen for our journey. Right. Mm-hmm. But now that it has happened, none of us can unwind, nor do we want to unwind what has happened. Because yeah. here's what I've learned. I learned that when you say the word suicide, people like look at you and they're just waiting to see the expression on your face. They're waiting to see, are you okay? Like, mm-hmm. you went through a suicide? And I learned very early on that there was, there was great power in that. Not, not for me, but just that I could see that, that it had the ability to affect people's lives, to give mm-hmm. them hope. Yeah. And I saw that right away, very quickly after Don died. Mm-hmm. And so I talk about, in one of my episodes, my earlier episodes about, how it was very important in the beginning because shame is something that partners with suicide immediately, immediately. Mm -hmm. And which is why I didn't go to the grocery store, which is why I didn't want anybody at my house. There was a cooler on my front door and people knew you don't come into my house. You do not, you don't do anything. It's not that I was trying to be a jerk, but you have to try and figure out Mm -hmm. how you're going to roll. Mm-hmm. And very early on, I had to decide if I was going to walk in shame over my husband's suicide. I had to do that for myself, but I more importantly had to do that for my kids. And I thought, there's no way in hell I'm walking in shame. He was an amazing man. And mm-hmm. I am so sorry that he didn't handle his problems the way y'all think he should. Right. Mm-hmm. That's on you. Right. Yeah. That's on you. So, you know what? We're all flawed. We all screw up. People always say to me, yeah, but it's death and I'm like yeah so what I mean so it's death like there's other things that happen in people's lives having affairs having divorces having all kinds of things that affect children or affect human beings where they spend 
a lifetime mm-hmm. trying to get through it. And so I just was like, I'm not going to be ashamed of this. I'm just not going to be. And, and I wasn't. And right away, I started just sharing it and talking about it. And one of my first experiences I had was I went, had to go into the Verizon store to get a phone. And it was new. I remember it being a newer outing for me. And, you know, you're very skittish and you're scared to be out in the world and yeah. um, because you're just afraid. And, mm-hmm. um, and you look different, right? Because you don't have a husband now and kids don't have a dad. And it's it just everything looks strange. Yeah. And I remember talking to this, this woman, that young woman that was helping me at the Verizon store. I ended up spending an hour and a half and talking to her. And she started asking me questions about Don's death. And it was strange because I know when people are asking me just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. but I also, for the most part, know that when people ask me, they really want to know. Like, And I remember her saying to me, you know, I really shouldn't ask you this. This is none of my business. But do you mind telling me how he did it? And mm-hmm. I know... When you hear that, it's like, oh, my God, how could she? But you had to have been in the conversation to right. understand yeah. that I knew. I could just feel it inside my soul that it it was part of what was going on. It was part of what she had going she, on in her story. And mm-hmm. and, and I, I tell everybody, yeah, he shot himself in the chest. So, you know, and that was the beauty of my husband. Uh, he had worked in a mortuary way back in the day, and God bless my husband, he even did that to be kind, not to shoot himself in the head, but to shoot himself in the chest, because it's less of a mess. Mm. I know that's heavy, sorry. Yeah. I know well, I know I it know. is, but that's how much my husband he was thinking. loved. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. And mm-hmm. so well, that was my first kind of like really putting it out there, and when I said it and I shared, I don't think I shared the chest versus the head thing. I just remember saying that he shot himself in the chest mm-hmm. in his car, and I remember after I got done saying it, I was like, huh, that wasn't, till, that wasn't so bad. I, yeah. I kind of thought maybe that would feel more um, like I was exposing something really secret or private. But right. I thought, if I'm going to stick to this thing where I'm not going to be ashamed, then I'm not going to be ashamed, Right. period. Mm-hmm. And um, so from that point on, I just, I've just continued to just share. I mean, yeah. you know, in fact, my mm-hmm. kids will joke and... They were sitting right here. They would joke because they're always like, man, it wouldn't, there'd be so many times when I would feel God was using me to tell our story. And they would always say, oh God, here we go in the grocery store. (laughs) Where's mom? Oh God, you know, hi, my name's Angela McConnell. My husband killed himself. (laughs) Oh, and they'd be like, oh, did you get the keys so we can go sit in the car? Right. Because they would know. But when you open yourself up, you know. People, if you're willing to share, and you guys know this from what you do, when you're willing to share, yeah. then people will share back with yeah. you, and then yes. we have connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and then we get to share hope and love. And, and I, I love that because it's also sharing that we're not alone in this. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's such a beautiful thing to be able to know that. I Like, we get messages about that all the time. Yep. And, like, I just have to say, like, the fact that, you're doing what you're doing. It makes me so emotional. But it's such a beautiful thing. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. To share that story because you are, you're helping so many people. Yeah. You're trying. So yeah. you should feel so proud of yourself. Well, thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I just. And I appreciate you coming on here and telling it because those that aren't listening to the onion peel, but I know you're going to. <laughs> right um, after this, you have Are to. able to hear your story. Yeah. Because um, I know there's so many people that yeah. appreciate it. Well, mm-hmm. we, and, and that's the thing we all, ha- and I really truly mean that we all have a story and 
that's something as I've tried to walk my children through their grief that I've said from day one, pick anybody. Go pick anybody off the street right now. I don't care what, I don't care who they are. I want you, if you could pick them up and literally get them to talk to you, really talk to you, I said, you'd hear a story that would knock your socks off. Mm -hmm. And now that my children are, they're all young adults now, we talk all the time where we'll hear stories and, you know, and they'll say to me, oh, my God, there's this other like, I can't believe their situation. Like, geez, I'll take my dad's suicide any day, you mm-hmm. know, because you hear somebody else's story and it just, it kills them, you right. know? And I think that's the other beauty that comes out of any kind of tragedy or grief. It doesn't have to be death because on my podcast, The Onion Peel, I don't, it's not just focused around death. It, it's focused around any kind of hurt or pain. It, right. Mm-hmm. Death it doesn't it doesn't have to be a death, right? Um, that the the thing about about having pain and going through something is that the compassion that it gives you for your fellow man, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I mean yeah. it's crazy to yeah. me, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm so thankful for that because you'd like to think you're a compassionate person before, but after. When my husband go- died, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I can't. I look at everybody not like every time, like I, you know. Damon or Carrie will tell me a story about somebody that, you know, at, wor- at their work. And I'm like, oh, my God, i got to pray for that person. Mm, just, yeah. I feel so bad. They probably never had a good role model in mm-hmm. there because I can't help it. My mm-hmm. my heart just bleeds for them. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're that you are in the right business. Yes. Yep. I'm telling yeah. you, you are. You are. Podcasts yeah. are meant for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. And it, it, it's well. a sad story, but it's a beautiful story. Well, thank you. I, I think know. it's beautiful. Yeah. It is. I mean, I, I feel very honored to have the path that I have. I feel, um, you know, the people that reach out to me on my podcast, and again, we were talking about this before we started recording, I I cannot believe what they share with me. And I, I it is such an honor mm-hmm. that they would invite me into such a place of intimacy. Mm-hmm. That pain, mm-hmm. what they are, have experienced or are experienced, and, and they're they're opening up to me. Mm-hmm. Are you? It's a privilege. It's an honor. It's like, I, it, it's overwhelming to me yeah. that mm-hmm. they would trust me. Yeah. To 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 share that, yeah. and I mm-hmm. don't take it lightly. I, mm-hmm. I do not take it lightly because because the intimacy of pain, and I always say because I have a strong faith in God, and that's another reason why I don't want my story to ever be anything different because. That special, intimate place that I've shared with God in my faith, I, I, I would have, I would have never experienced it. I never would have understood anything about. I mean, I thought I understood God and all that stuff, but I would have never, to the extent that I was when right. I had to rely on Him giving me my next breath, and my next breath, and my next breath, and how am I going to drive the kids to school and trying to get over, you know, because obviously I had post-traumatic stress syndrome mm-hmm. from being woken up. I had that for years, you know, and, and share some yeah. of this in my podcast. I, you mm-hmm. know, I lost all my hair. I, cause grief can do that. You know, yeah. I just, there was just so much that, that we've had to walk through that. Um, I just, I don't know. It's why it's so important that we, we share ourselves with Absolutely. each other. Yeah. Cause so we, can, we can't get through it alone. No. 
You can't. And that's one of the reasons why I, you know, at first she was like, you want to do a podcast? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and then actually Joey was like, you know, I think you should do it. And I always said, if there's if I can, five people, I want five. Well, we've surpassed that. But mm-hmm. five people, if you can say, like, I've helped you in some sort of way. Yep. That it means the world. Means it means everything. The world, right? It means the world where, like, hey, you know what? I'm going to listen to my girlfriend's, you know. Erica and Brooke, yeah. it, but that's a, but that's a lot. And I remember mm-hmm. that, like when I we had all the kids and they were little and we didn't really have a social life because they were all in diapers. <laughs> I remember watching Sex in the City. Oh yeah. my gosh, those girls, those mm. were my girls. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> they were my girls. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. right, and that's what you guys are. Oh, yeah. right, yeah, but you're people's girl. Like they're your girlfriends. You're right. like, oh yeah, it's, you know, we're gonna get together true. Friday night. Mm-hmm. People get true. upset because they're like, we just want to be there with you. Yeah. And I'm right. like, hey, you know, if you'd like to, yeah, right. let's just come hang out with us. But we'll it's do the it. Truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah. that's how important connection is. It's yeah, absolutely. So and isn't it funny that we live in a world of social media, but more people feel so alone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad because it's all fake. It is fake. It's all fake. Let me tell you. Do you know how many times I look at like Instagram and I'm like, okay, that's not what my son looks like. Like, or that's not right. what goes on at my house. Right. Right. Like, I don't know what <laughs> world you're living in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You it's know? So, so true. But it's, yeah. It's so true. It's, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, that's why, again, back to why podcasts are so important they and are. why, you know, like we're talking, we're committed to being just real and authentic. Right. Yep. That's what it's about. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to share with you everything that you want to know. So, so do you feel like, cause this is one, actually one of our questions, but, um, just going like through the process and through these years, I mean, do you feel like this was your form of therapy, if you will, or did you ever reach out for therapy or counseling or sure? Did you ever do anything? I, yes. In the beginning I had a grief therapist mm-hmm. right away. And I think I started seeing her probably, I think it was within two weeks after Don died. Okay. I went through, I had one for a couple times and she just wanted to blame Don and and it's nothing against her, but it was like, you know, sometimes, you know, there are people and it's fine if you want to blame your person, that's your walk and whatever. But Mm -hmm. I've, through this whole journey, I've never been mad at Don ever, Mm -hmm. never. And, uh, I know that's another thing people don't, that don't necessarily understand, but I just, I don't know. I just know that it was out of place of such grief and sadness for him. I could never be mad at him. Yes. I wish he would have come to me. I wish a lot of things, but, right. um, but I went to see her and I remember, I don't know, it was probably six months after I'd been seeing her. She said to me, one of my sessions, she said, do you remember the very first thing that you said to me when I first met you on our, our first meeting? I was like, no, because I, you know, I didn't remember anything. (laughs) She goes, you sat down in my chair and you said, I want to live again. And I was like, I said that? That's random. And she Mm -hmm. goes, I've never heard anything like it in all the years. And and grief is her specialty. She said, but for you to sit down and say, I want to live again, because you knew that it was going to be a while. You knew that you weren't living and you Mm -hmm. knew you were dying, Mm -hmm. but you also knew you were already trying to find light someplace. Right. And she said that made me so excited as a therapist to be, right? I mean, what therapist doesn't want to hear that, right? So went to her for, I think I saw her for about a year, year and a half, and she was fantastic. Um, I also had somebody that I met with once a week that was uh, kind of my faith-based friend. Mm -hmm. And um, she was kind of like a therapy session too. She um, had just committed to me, and um, we sat and we would talk about, 
all kinds of things, faith-related things. Uh, the kids, the boys went to a place where you go if you've lost somebody immediate, a parent um, or a sibling. Right. And uh, the girls, they didn't have room in the sessions for them, so they couldn't go. But, man, my girls were 9 and 10. I mean, Bryn, my youngest, she, she at 9, I mean, you don't have a whole, like, you think you have a lot of memories, but think about what you remember back before you were 9 years old. I yeah. mean, right. the older you get, right, it fades. So she still mm-hmm. has, she has problems where she can't remember dad's voice. Um, so does my, so does Marin, my, my, she was 10 at the time. Um, so then after, after you get done with kind of therapy, um, I was very committed to making sure my kids weren't going to be, you know, effed up from this, um, mm-hmm. because I had had people say, well, you know, the kids are never going to be right. They're never going to get over this. And it's not, again, they're just trying to help. They want your expectation to be mm-hmm. clear. Yeah. But my personality is like, oh, no, you watch yeah. me, you know, mm-hmm. no, my kids were going to be, we're going to be more amazing because of this. I just Absolutely. was very, I don't know. I was just very committed to that. So I very much, um, you know, wanted to help my children get through the grief. So we learned to communicate very well Yeah, mm-hmm. because with anything in any kind of relationship, that doesn't matter who it is. You have to have good communication skills. Absolutely. You yeah. have to. Yes, you it's have to key. have trust. It's I understand key. that. But even if you don't have trust before that, you have to have good communication yeah. skills. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I, I truly believe that. that yes. My, I, when my friends ask me for advice, it's communication. Communication. I, that's all I can tell you. Communication. Yeah. So, talk, talk, talk. So when we would have blow-ups, because we, we still will still have like these blow-ups where just the, the grief gets triggered and it just it explodes. I mean, nobody hits anybody. It's not like that. No. But just where it, you know, yell and, and the tears start to go and everybody's screaming at each other. We always come back. Like we spew it out. It doesn't happen very often now because it's been seven years but after we get done spewing it out, we always come back, always come back. Mm-hmm. And we sit and we talk. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you feeling? What, yeah. what do you think triggered it? You know, because you know, sometimes you get a trigger that you can identify, and many times you can't. Right. So, yeah. So, and then I would say as far as what my podcast is now, it's interesting that you asked that question as far as the podcast, because I've had a... You know, several people say, oh, it must be very healing for you. And, and that's funny because that was one of my questions. Yeah, th- it's not. <laughs> like, it's, um, it's enjoying it. I, I am, I'm enjoying it. But I was, I was healed way before I did the podcast. Because honestly, I'm surprised it took me as long as it did to get to the podcast. Because I remember all the time I'd be saying to God, I'd be like, why aren't we doing more? Like, you know, I want to go talk and speak and you already know I've been sharing for years and we've been Mm -hmm. doing it more on this one-on-one basis with people. Why are we not like, what what are we doing? And then, Mm -hmm. and then, but now again, when you look back, hindsight's 2020 and and now's the perfect time, right? Why why did you guys start when you guys started? Now's the perfect time. And Mm -hmm. it just is what it is. So I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's feeding me. Yeah. But as far as healing goes, gosh, I've done so much work mm-hmm. on that, that mm-hmm. I, I feel so, I feel so healed and good and I, I, crazy. It's not, I'm just excited that I'm, I, I'm excited. I get to share my story. Good. good. That's awesome. Oh. I love that. I love hearing that. I, Man. I, oh, one other question that we had too was, um, because your daughter just graduated. Right. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you. When celebrating these milestones with the kids, mm-hmm. do is there some like how do you handle Don not being present? 
It Does depends it, on the kid, as you can imagine that it would, right? Yes. I mean, each kid is different. Um, uh, so, for instance, because Don's death anniversary is June 24th, and all my kid, the four kids are all literally a year apart in school. So this is my third open house in a row. Okay. So the prior two years before COVID, we always did their open house on or as close to Don's death anniversary I think when Reese graduated two years ago, June 24th was actually on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. That was the day we did the open house because family's going to be around. So we're going to be thinking about him anyways. Yeah. Let's celebrate. Um, I love that. Yeah. Because, you know, there's like, I just feel like so many people would take that and go, we got to do it as far away from that as possible so that I'm not mourning the day of, like, you know. So what a great way to celebrate. Let's celebrate. Celebrate life. And, you know, and I always think, too, that people talk about, well, you don't want to let it define you, right? When something happens in your life, well, you don't want to let it define you. And I'm like, I just don't go along with that. I mean, sure, you don't want it to stop you or stunt your growth as a person, but the things that happen to us in our life, the things that we experience do define us. Right. They do mm-hmm. shape us. They do they form us. Mm-hmm. So why not like embrace that part of your journey and just be like, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's yeah. celebrate it. Let's, you know, whatever you need to do. So it depends on the kid. Now I will tell you with, you know, Marin's graduating, my girls are different than my boys, as you can imagine. They're, mm-hmm. they're more emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, then you put the whole COVID thing on top of it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Marin's doing great, but Marin, yes, she she thinks about things like, geez, dad didn't get to see me in my, you know, she's a singer and, you know, didn't get to see me on stage. And Reese and Luke both were like, God, dad never got to see me, you know, play college football. Or yeah. um, So you we talk about it. And, like, right now I'm currently in a process, and if Marin was here, she'd share it with you. You know, Marin and I have a lot of communication right now because Marin is working through just the fact of not having the graduation. Fine, we're done. We did pretty good with that. Now we're going to have the open house. Right. And um, we're going to talk about the fact that, yes, I mean, she feels she feels when these events happen, you feel the void. Mm-hmm. You always yeah. feel the void. And everything, I think anytime anybody goes through anything, even if it's a divorce or anything, you feel... You feel the, the void. You feel the fact that things aren't the way that they used to be. And everything, I think, has a bittersweetness to it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? All the celebrations have a bittersweetness to mm-hmm. it. But the bittersweetness is, that gives it the flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- that makes it more enriching because you're aware of the specialness of even being in the moment and you and you appreciate those that are there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Those yes. that are loving you. Right. Those that are supporting you are in your corner. Whatever yeah. it is you're yep. going through. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, but yes, I mean, my girls, you know, who's going to walk me down the aisle? Mm-hmm. Of course. What girl right. doesn't yes. think about that? Right. And, you know, Maren said that to me many times, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you've got three brothers that are going to be, you're going to have the whole place you're gonna crying be having someone yeah. fighting because they're going to watch, they're going to watch three brothers walk their <laughs> sister yeah. down. Are oh, you kidding me? Like, it's going to be this monumental yeah. moment. And she's like, yeah. but it's not dad. And I'm oh. like, I, I know. I'm, she goes, well, what if I want you? And I'm like, well, I'll walk you down. That's fine. But I think <laughs> yeah. it's way cooler if your brothers do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but it's just like anything, you know, and and I do think that I think when any of us go through things that, you know, certain seasons in our life trigger, trigger, they bring up new emotions that you thought you dealt with. But then it's Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden, you know, I mean, I would imagine that like when my boys become dads, 
mm-hmm. I would think that they're going to have questions like, I mean, they're not, they've never been mad at their dad either, but I would imagine that when they look at their son or their daughter, at some point oh, yeah. they're going to go, dad, how could, gosh, you didn't think about, like, how could you have left me? Like, yeah. I could never leave little, yeah. you know, little yeah. Reese or little Marin. Yeah. Like, right. I, I don't, you know what I mean? So yeah. I would imagine, I, you that know. That will go through those emotions And we've talked about it. We've brought it up, again, back to communication. Yeah. And we'll just see what. I guess we'll just yeah. talk about it at that time, right? Mm-hmm. And, hey, maybe you need to get into some therapy. I know you're 35, but you know what? Maybe you need hey, to go get not? a tune-up or something. Right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I I literally love what you said, and I'm, like, going to walk away with it forever. Oh, good. Yeah. And it's it's <laughs> just the fact that you said, don't let it define you, but, you know, embrace it. Yes. Because there's been so many things that, like, like you said, everybody's got a special story, Amen. but you got to take it and embrace it because that's what makes you special. That's what makes you, you, know? you. And I love that. That's what yeah. gives you the wisdom, mm-hmm. especially in that particular area that you have the experience. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I literally love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things I always say, like, why do we not want to let it define us? Like, cause you're ah. always so scared. You're scared yeah. That, yeah. that it is a judgment upon you. Yes. Yes. And, oh, and, yes. and you yeah. don't want to feel that. Yes. But the fact that you just said, the hell with it i'm gonna embrace that and know that it's fine yeah because if that hadn't happened you wouldn't be who you are today exactly who you are today is exactly who you're supposed to be exactly tomorrow you're going to be who you're supposed to be tomorrow and that is the whole point of you know why at my age at 51 like shouldn't i have more wisdom than somebody that's 25 i would like to think i would (laughs) simply just because i've lived through yeah yeah. had more experiences right doesn't mean that there have to be even more traumatic it's just purely actual numbers right you know yep um so yeah i i just embracing who we are and embracing what we've gone through makes us who we are and damn mm -hmm. straight there's only one of us on this Mm -hmm. earth and And it needs us. It's well said. Yeah. Well said. I know. I'm telling you guys. Oh, (laughs) oh my gosh. Well, okay. We have to take a commercial, but when we come back, we want to just pick your brain about the onion peel real quick and then maybe play a fun game. Yeah. So we will be back. Trying to sell your house or looking for your perfect dream home? Robert Kabaz with EXP Realty takes house hunting and selling to the next level. His options and opportunities are endless. So don't waste your time looking any further. Call today, 810-434-8770 and ask for Robert Kabaz because your time and money is worth it. Okay. (laughs) So we're back with the lovely Angela. Yes, we are. So, all right. So, like we said, she has this podcast called mm-hmm. The Onion Peel. Yes, and you need to check it out. I have, and I cried, and literally. I laughed, and I got angry, and yeah. all it's the emotions. It's a ball of emotion. It is. Yeah. It's, it's amazing, and yeah. Well, thank but you. our number one question is how and what the name. Oh, The oh, Onion yes. Peel. Mm-hmm. We want to know how you came up with it. Well, I don't know if it's that dramatic, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's so cool. Well, thank you. Uh, it's funny because I get a lot of compliments on the name, and I'm like, gosh, I didn't think I was. I actually, I hear it, and I'm like, I'm so curious about it, but it also makes me want to go to Applebee's and get a blooming onion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and that's where I feel. Well, it started, interestingly enough, I remember um, when I started thinking, you know, I was going to do this, and I started thinking of the names, and I remember Luke was helping me, who's, he's 
my uh, my youngest son. And I remember just trying to like throw some ideas at him. And I knew that I, I like to, you know, I like to go in deep. I'm very analytical. I'm somebody that I always say I prefer to be in the depths. That's mm-hmm. just where I'm most comfortable. I, yeah. I like, let, let's, you know, <laughs> let's, you know, let's get in there and churn this up and, and mm-hmm. really get in. Yeah. And so I kept saying to Luke, you know, I don't know, you know, what do you say? And then one of the things I, we were throwing out names and one of them I said was, I don't know, what about going deep with Angela? And he's like, yeah, mom, I don't don't really think that that's a good one. And I was like, (laughs) I don't think you'll get a point, your point across on that. I was like, might be like, what is this about? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, ooh, yeah, all right. Okay. So, and then, of course, you do the basics. You guys probably did this, too, where you're like, I knew I wanted a website, and I knew I wanted a .com. Oh, and you so, go, go daddy so, right away. Yeah, so you mm-hmm. go go daddy, and you're uh-huh. like, what's taken, what's not taken, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. I didn't want a .org, nothing against a Right, .org. you want .com. Yeah, I just wanted yeah. the yes. .com. And so, you know, you just start brainwash, you know, brain processing, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I just came up with mm-hmm. this whole thing of, like, the fact that what what is life about? It's about taking, peeling the way the layers of of the things in our lives, so we can expose the 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 beautiful whiteness and the core of who we are. Mm-hmm. And you know that's what you do with an onion. And then I started thinking about the onion more, and I thought, gosh, there's so many ways that you can prepare an onion, right? Dice it, mince it, yeah. slice it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And um, and then I was thinking about how an onion makes you cry, right? But yet. It adds all the flavor to your food. Mm-hmm. It adds all the flavor. Like, man, you can't have a brat without putting a bunch of onions right. on it. That's not I a brat. Put onions, onions in everything. Yeah. Right? <laughs> a burger. Saute them. Saute them. Whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Yes. I mean, without the onion, I mean, life is just boring. And so all those things just started going through my head. And I couldn't believe that the onionpeel.com was available. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. was crazy. So as soon as I looked it up, be. I was like, oh, dude, this I'm is so me. grabbing that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that was pretty much the thing. And, you know, my, I have my tagline that's, you know, the onion peel, finding hope in the tears. See, I was just mm-hmm. about to say that because yeah. I yep. love that. Yeah. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so then we just, I just started, I started to test it a little bit, you know, and uh, I'd like say, oh, I, I'm going to start a podcast. Or like, oh, what's the name? And I'd say, and they're like, oh, that's such a cool name. And I'm like, all right, because I, I don't know. I didn't think it was that original, but all right. <laughs> it you. is. It's so yeah. cool. Thank you. Thanks. So oh, cool. Yeah, I love it. And you have merch, right? I got merch <gasps> on my website, onionpeel.com. I do a blog, too. My blog is sort of my really super just-for-me fun thing because I really love to write. And, oh, um, me, too. You know, obviously, I have book plans, and I have, a, I have an actual, like, like a like a biography type storytelling book, and then I have another book that I want to do that I'm going to do with um, Drew and Bryn, who are both artists. That's going to be a um, a book about. It's going to be an illustration book about the beauty of pain, oh, because wow. I think pain pain is stunning. It's stunningly beautiful. It is, yeah, pain is gorgeous. Um, it just is, and um, because the thing that led me to my podcast. Um, overall was the fact that from the time Don died, I started journaling and I started writing journaling, but then I couldn't keep up with my thoughts. And I love to write. I've always, words are something I just, I love going in a thesaurus and picking out words. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't keep up with my thoughts. So then I went and I started doing the voice memoing on the phone. Yeah. yeah. So I've been memoing, which now I've learned I love even more because when you voice mm-hmm. memo, like I'll be sitting there sometimes for 20 minutes oh, yeah. just crying. 
like not even saying anything. And I'm like, why am I recording? All I'm doing is crying. <laughs> but you get to, I get to go back and listen to these now. And I'm really in the emotion of where I was at that yeah. moment. So mm-hmm. I have literally seven years of, of all this emotion and pain and joy and successes. And when I go back and I, I listen or, or I read some of my early entry journals, I just, the stuff that I wrote or I said, I'm like, oh my gosh, where did that come from? That is, I mean, it's dark. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's because when you're in our pain, we, we're right, we're yeah. very deep yeah. Yeah. in what we're feeling yeah. and in who we are. And that's where the beauty is. Mm-hmm. So um, when you listen to those older memos, do you use them for your podcast yep. now? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Yep, mm-hmm. like, like um, so my podcasts come out um, every other Sunday night. I try and get them uploaded by midnight. Okay. Well, this last one was a long one. I didn't get it uploaded till 2 a.m. But um, <laughs> I try to get them up by midnight every other Sunday night. Okay. And, yeah, so that one's done. Now I'm not really sure. I try to kind of go chronologically, mm-hmm. but I, so sometimes it's more of a storytelling of actual events and what I was experiencing Sometimes it's really just a, a moment or a thought that I had where I'll expound on that. They're usually only about a half an hour because they, they are pretty, they're pretty heavy, like mm-hmm. not in a bad way heavy. I mean, we, I, I laugh and I joke. I was making this last one. I was making fun about the fact that I took my husband up to spread his ashes in a Tupperware and I could just picture him yelling at me going up the mountain like jeez it's just like how you drive like take it easy you know I'm spilling out the sides here so it's not it's not like I it's spilling not, out the sides yeah, we always joke because you know death is funny too I'm sorry it is uh, um, I love it but sorry. yeah so we you know so we I I it's not all like doom and gloom in my podcast we yeah we really just try and I try to be authentic and I try and dissect life and so this next one coming up I really don't I have it a week now that I have to you know do it and I, I honestly don't know what I'm gonna talk about so yeah. what I'll do is I'll go back and probably for a night or two before I go to bed I will listen to a number of those memos that were around that time frame just to okay. kind of see where I was mentally and emotionally right. and you know, sometimes I have recorded something that I'm like, that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, thank you, Lord, that I got that down. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, wow, I can't believe I said that. I need to expound on that because mm-hmm. that that's really good. Like, way better than what I normally can come up with. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's, the, I'm so happy I did those. And I, I definitely, if you're somebody that's going through something, anything, I don't care what it is, journal. Mm-hmm. Get Pick your phone up, start talking into your phone. Mm-hmm. Or write, if you're a writer. Get it out and get it down, right? Because a lot of people say, well, you know, I wrote it all down, then I burned it or threw away. Whatever you got to do. It just, you got to get that stuff out. It's back to Mm -hmm. communication. Right. You're communicating with yourself. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It helps. So I I was always told, like, um, you know, if someone hurts you or angers you or I always write letters yeah it's perfect not necessarily going to give them no to but it helps to but I write everything you would have wanted exactly to say. how I feel like you pissed me off yep. or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. um yeah. and I and I mean I've burned them I've thrown them away I've kept them mm-hmm. um so yeah I yeah because it's that. it's important because I think sometimes, you know, they always talk about how some people are inward processors, which I think are mostly men. Um, <laughs> and then there's, no. you know, outward processors. I'm an outward processor. Same. I think you guys are. Yes. Hence, yes. we're doing podcasts. Yes. yes. But I think when you put something out, see, 
Th- that way you get to look at it either visually, you get to hear it, whatever yeah. it is. So you get to work through it. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. processing what you're feeling, yeah. what you're thinking. Yep. Completely. I've, so. I've done that before, like even to Corey. Mm-hmm. And I always like laugh at my, myself because I'll be saying it and it's not making sense until I finally get there and say it. And then I'm like, well, that's what I've been trying to yeah, say. That's what I've been tra- yeah. There it, it but is. Ha ha moment. Yes. Yes. That's, that's it. why yeah. I'm feeling that way. Uh-huh. It's like a stepping it's stone. It's a, a total yeah. stepping yeah, stone. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, so. so okay. So for listeners, yes. where can they hear you? So um, you can go to theonionpeel.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my podcast is on there. My blog is on there. I have my merch on there, and I'm in the process of uploading a resources page on there okay. because I do have a lot of people that reach out to me. So I'm trying to work on that. In fact, mm-hmm. just FYI, they are coming out with, I don't know if you've heard this, but the FCC, it's been approved. They're coming out with a three digit suicide hotline number. Finally, like, oh, come wow. on. Right. Not, I mean, think yeah. about that. So if you're somebody that's in crisis and you got to remember a 10 digit number and it wasn't even anything yeah. like, Hey, save me. It was yeah. like weird. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's going to be nine, eight, eight, I think, but I don't think it comes out until either next, I think 2021, July of 2021. But anyways, that's amazing that's news though. But mm-hmm. I wow. think it's really cool. That is, that great. is very cool. Yeah. Right. So now you just, Hey, I'm in crisis. Nine, eight, nine, eight, eight. That's what it is. I mean, that's brilliant. That I is brilliant. Why didn't they do it before? Yeah, I where know. has that been? Yeah. I, I just remember Logic wow. doing it on the Grammys or whatever, and, and I was like, yeah, those are just random numbers. That's, like, oh. Give me like a one eight 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 seven 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 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Something to, no, yeah, just no, but So brilliant. anyways, so I'm trying to, I'm in the process of trying to get a resources page up cool. just for, it's going to be more of a national kind of a thing because mm-hmm. I do have people that reach out that actually have nothing to do with suicide. Um, I've had, you know, domestic abuse mm-hmm. situations wow. like that, mm-hmm. um, which again, such an honor to, to think that I could help them. But, mm-hmm. um, so the onionpeel.com has all of that on there. I'm also okay. on, you know, Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio, cool. Alexa, all the places yeah. that you listen to podcasts. I'm okay. on YouTube. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just the not the visual, but just... Oh, yeah, same just here. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. here. We did it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So any place you listen to podcasts is uh, where I'm at. I'm also on Instagram, TikTok. I TikTok. do a lot of TikTok. Oh, know. You oh, are a TikTok I'm star. I like the piano yeah. playing recently. Oh, that's the one I was mm-hmm. just showing my brother. Yeah. 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 That he was making fun of me yeah. for. So. Um, <laughs> that he was making it's so, fun of me. I know. I showed my son today, and I'm like, oh, I think this is funny. And he, I showed mm-hmm. him. He's like, Mom, it's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what do your kids you think about the TikTok oh, things? Mortified. Are they really? Oh, they're I don't think your TikToks are awful. Well, I just, don't think I always tell my kids, it's not, I'm not looking, I don't have 18 and 19 year olds looking at me. I have no. middle-aged people, mm-hmm. for the most part, looking at me. And believe it or not, I mean... They're when getting I, a good message is well, what they're getting. Well, I try to just give a message of like, hey, you're loved. There's mm-hmm. always yes. hope. Like, yep. hang in there. And it's funny because I... I if I don't go on for a few days and put a video up about, you know, just, hey, you're valuable, you know, right. you matter, you know, I get these DMs like, where, where are you? you? Where have you been? Like, and then I'll put something up. They're like, oh, I needed that today. Aww. So, How many know, followers? You have quite a few followers like on 15,000. That's crazy. Dying girl. That is so, awesome. Yeah. So it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's 15,000 people who are looking at you. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting because I will say like my TikTok it's not necessarily the same people that are listening to my podcast that are reading my blogs. It's it's interesting because mm-hmm. it's still all just me. You know, it's the onion peel. I mean, the onion peel is is more than just a podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just the overall thing of everything I do with the onion peel is to just 
bring hope. Yeah. yeah. That's all I want to do mm-hmm. in the general sense is to let people know that hope is always there just because you can't see it. It right. doesn't mean it's there. Because mm-hmm. I think that we're trained to not, we don't, it, we just don't always know to recognize it. Right. And it really is there in everything that we do. And I guess that's kind of a big part of whenever I tell any part of my story is that when I look back, there was hope around me. Even in the moment they told me that my husband just killed himself. Right. Mm-hmm. There was hope still in that moment. And, you know, maybe I couldn't recognize it at the time, but maybe I can help somebody else right. going forward learn to recognize yeah. that yeah. it's around. Because to see it. it doesn't matter who you are or what you have gone through or what you are going through. Everyone needs hope. Yeah, yeah. And I, I agree. And I, I mean, hope is... You know, the Bible talks about faith, you know, faith, love, and hope, and the greatest of these is love. And I agree. Of course, I'm not going to argue with that. But I also think there's a season right now in the time period that we live in that hope is just, we are desperate for I agree. It because oh, yeah. the hope is what keeps us hanging on to reach the love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's all about hope. Yeah. I agree So completely. good. I know. When um we were going through... I won't get into it, but getting pregnant, I lost it. I was in a very dark place and, um, I, a lot of people didn't understand where I was coming from and I just was very negative and very, but looking back, I'm like, Oh, Erica, if you could have just, it was there, it was there, Mm -hmm. it was there. And people around you were trying to show you that it was there. Mm -hmm. You were just, you had your blinders on. You didn't want to see it. Yeah. And I think, we all do that. So that's why it's important that we get on, right? And we, yep. and we share our stories. Yep. So maybe when somebody else is in a dark moment, yeah, something will trigger what, where they'll say, oh, hey, gosh, you know, I remember hearing Erica's story or I remember hearing, you know, Angela's story mm-hmm. yeah. when she said at that moment, but yet hope was there. I don't, I mean, maybe not, but you yeah. got to at least put it you out got, there. And you got to hope, I mean, how many people in the world, you got to admit one, one person yes. is going to feel yes. that hope. So that's yeah, it, man. One person. That's all that. Oh yeah. my gosh, Aww, you guys. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad you came on. Oh, I'm so me glad you're too. so sweet. You had me. Yes. It's and been you know, so much fun. We always end it with a little fun, would let's you rather it. game? Yes. <laughs> so let's do that. So right. let's do it. Do you want to start? I will start. Okay. Tacos or pizza? Oh. T- oh. <laughs> oh, it's going to be easy, but then it wasn't. Um, I'm going to go with tacos. Mm-hmm. Me too. But it's got to be real street tacos. Oh. Real. Yes. Like yeah. with the small little tortillas, yeah. oh cilantro, and the... <gasps> yes. The good so stuff. stuff. So good. <laughs> We're all like, yeah. Wait, I'm yes. hungry. <laughs> okay. Um, mixed drink or wine? Oh, I'm going to... I'm going to say neither and go with a shot. Oh, oh you. I know, out of the, the box. Not. Lemon drops. Sorry, oh, my girls. goodness. Got me through my early 20s. <laughs> lemon drops. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever had a lemon oh, drop. Oh, gosh. Because who wants to carry around a beer when you're at the bar? Well, or drink? Such a pain, especially when you're trying to pick up guys. Oh, <laughs> right? Oh. I mean, come on. I like the let's way you roll. Sh- yeah, let's just do the you shots. Know, especially when you're trying to dance, right? Oh, like, yeah. It is yeah. scary. Dance with wine. Oh my gosh. No, Royal Oak no. Metro Music Cafe. I'm no. totally dating myself. But no. if any of the listeners are out there, graduated in 1987, <laughs> oh Metro my. Music Cafe. I <laughs> love it. Love I love it. Oh, that's hilarious. Woo, good stuff. 
Um, stranded in the jungle or stranded in the desert? Oh, I may have to go desert. Who the really? Hell, who the hell wants to be around bugs? Yes, but in the so desert. You said that. What about you? Said bugs. Desert has scorpions. Yeah, but screw them. And those big old spiders that are big. It's true, but the but the jungle has everything. <laughs> that is but true. But it's so hot and and it's humid. It's you're just totally gonna have bad hair in the jungle too. Uh, oh, where damn. the desert it'd be dry. But you might be able to get away with a good do stuff. Oh, you might be able to at least look kind of good. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> because I always say, man, when you have a good hair day, I you mean, feel so good. Hell, if that ain't hope, I don't know. Oh, what right. That is so Because there's times true. when I have a good hair day where I'm like, I have to go out. Right. Yes. People need to enjoy this. Yes. yes. This right here is hope all uh, around yes. my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Oh. You know it's true. It is so it true. Is true. That is so true. I'm like, where are you taking me today, Corey? That's so true. We got one. <laughs> we'll leave it. Okay. Erica came up with this one. Rather have a song stuck in your head or an itch you can't scratch. Oh, song stuck in your head. Yeah. Same. I said that too. I said song stuck in my She's head like, too. She's like, I do my head. Oh, I just heard that on the way here. I love, I love that her. song. I love Lizzo. I do too. Oh my her. God. She representing. Yes. Yes. She is my girl. I love it. Yeah. Who wants an itch you can't scratch? Scratch. I know. Oh, thank hey. you very much. Not me. No, no, thank you. I'd be happy just with music all day. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Would you rather meet your f- favorite fictional character or your favorite musician? Tim oh, McGraw. favorite musician. Favorite musician. <laughs> I knew yeah. right away when she said Tim McGraw Thank concert. you, Brittany. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> My baby daughter. Yeah. Aww. I should say thank you, Tim. Yeah, right. Thank, thank you, Tim. Tim yeah, for sure. Because you know why? I'm, again, back to being a deep person. I don't, fictional to me, I'm like, you're not real. So. Yeah. Like, I'd rather do real. Yeah. yeah. And it, if too. it's your music, like, mine would be Lady Gaga. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. She's Love her. She's a, she's a musical genius. She's Drew's favorite. She, she is, she is a genius. genius. She's beautiful she and she's true to herself. True mm-hmm. to herself. She's a good person. Mm-hmm. She's trying to change the world. She yeah, is. Totally. Agreed. Yeah. So okay. That would be mine. <laughs> I think we know the answer. I know to this the answer one, to whatever. This one, <laughs> ask away. TikTok <laughs> or Instagram. Oh, TikTok. Ah, we knew it. I mean, come Our on, little you TikTok guys. Star. I mean, and I don't know if anybody is not familiar with TikTok because there are people that aren't. TikTok is just... It's just the real deal. Like oh nobody God, gives a up. shit if you're no what you look like no. or if you're being a goofball. It, it's so opposite mm-hmm. of what Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook is. Yes. I think it yes. is. Yes, I, you know what? It's funny. Like some TikToks, you guys, I'm laughing out loud. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> And they're just like stupid. And you're yes. just like, oh my God, I love that you just totally showed me how stupid you are. Like, yeah. I love it because that's what I would do. You know? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I have to I, share. Oh, sorry, Brooke. I have to share one I heard the other day. Oh, geez. That jo- oh my, you guys. And it's so silly, but whatever. So it's this guy and he went, and he's going, okay. And he goes, you know, he's grabbing a beer and he goes, you know, I tell myself, John, this weekend you got to stop drinking. And he goes, good thing my name's not John. <laughs> and I, you guys, I couldn't stop laughing. I was just, I was crying. And I kept watching it and watching it. And even my mom goes, okay, it's not that funny. And I'm like, like, but it is. Yes, it is. And then you watch it over oh, and over. Right. Oh, I'm saving that to my family. And then I got to share it to like, you yeah. know. Whoever. See, this kills me because I, okay, my husband is very like, 
Facebook. He's on there all the time. Oh, Facebook, yeah. And we were in the car one day, and it just drove me crazy because he's just, you know, checking his notifications. Cor- and I'm Corey's like, pretty funny on Facebook. Listen, Corey is he funny is. And he's made me laugh and so I, many And times. I'm glad. And I said to him, I'm like, you know, if you can be, you know, a bright light for other people, I'm so happy about that. But listen, when I need your attention, though, we're going to need to set it down for a sec because <laughs> yeah. family comes first. Yep. And he was like, you know, okay. Well, we were in the car one day, and I think I had told him a long story. He legit didn't hear the whole at all. Nothing. <laughs> he heard nothing. And I was a little frustrated. So I said, you know what? Because I'm always, I was always on TikTok scrolling, you know? Right, right. I deleted it in front of him to prove a point. You know, I can get rid of it just like that just because like that. it's not that important. And so I kind of anticipated him going, okay, that's fine. Like I can get rid of Facebook. Right. Well, no, no, not he still has me. Facebook. Oh, yeah, God, no. I don't have my TikTok. And I... You can do this to me, and now I want it back. Oh my god! I think you, you need to just get go it. back on. Go back on. It. No, it you can so communicate joy. to Corey that you're going mm-hmm. back on. Listen, here's Corey. Why. I'm going I think on. Corey should go on TikTok. Oh my I, god! If Corey went Corey on, Corey and I, I'm serious. We have a because oh, when I had it, him and I both had come up with a few that we were gonna do because yeah. they were so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh. there's some really not that I am, but there are some really talented people. Oh yeah, just are naturally funny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm like. Like, I think Corey's stuff is funny. I oh, yeah. Like, oh, I always he think is. Corey's very witty, and he yes. always gets me laughing. Like, you know with what? his, like, sayings or words or whatever, he always gets me laughing out loud. What gets me, more or less, is the fact that, like, I'll see him over on the couch, and he'll write this, okay? Right. And then he'll he'll kind of, like, smirk at his phone, and then, you know, that's it. And then, like, throughout the day, he'll reread it and just laugh at himself all day long. And I'm yep. like, okay, like, you can't, well, I'm just going to kick out of myself, you know? But it is, he's funny, and I'm grateful yep. for that, so. Yep. All right, so TikTok oh. for you. TikTok, yep, TikTok. for okay. I'm not surprised. Okay, our last one. And I know the answer to this. You think, okay. I think I know. Demi Lovato. Or Selena Gomez. Oh my gosh, Marin McConnell! When you listen to this, you already know the answer. Demi Lovato. Yeah, knew it. I oh, love Demi it. Lovato. She is legit my fave. Yeah, yes. I'm in love with her voice. Mm-hmm. She takes her voice very I seriously. I love her. And yes, she does. Because of everything I've learned through my daughter who sings, um, oh, I love Demi. I do too. Yeah, I love I, her too. I, I do love too. Her, and I love her realness. Mm-hmm. Me too. I, yes. And Camp Rock. Hello. <laughs> I know. Like, my girls were like, that was the age. I watched mm-hmm. Camp Rock a thousand times. Yeah. yeah. Mitchie. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. We thought it would be. I know. I love Demi Lovato myself. I she's too. just, to me, she's a, nothing against Selena, because I do like her music too, but Demi's mm-hmm. a real singer. Seriously. She is. Kind of how like Lady Seriously. Gaga's a mm-hmm. real yes. singer. They're, they're actually real singers. Yes. And you, you know, in their performances, yes. they're singing. Yes. Like, oh yeah. And they train, they continue to train yes. with voice, voice coaches. Like and when she like came out with her, uh, her last song, I think it was like on the award show. Oh my God. That Anyone was beautiful. That all the I, time. when she like, Teared up, stopped, restarted. Oh. You knew that was like legit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she's and that's what I girl real. crushed Demi. I I like, love her. And you know who my other fave is, mm-hmm. as far as on the male scale, mm-hmm. Sam Smith. Oh, oh. <gasps> Sam Smith. My mom loves him love too. Love his oh. music again. Real singer. Real. Yeah. And of course, they just came out with their song together, and I was literally like, <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, this exactly. is for me. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> Like, how did you know? Yes, you knew. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to listen to her on the way home. There, seriously. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there we go. Well, and we're seriously so, yeah. like, 
over the moon appreciative yes. oh, of gosh. you being Thank you so much. here. Well, thanks for having me, girls. Mm-hmm. I, I'm honored, truly honored to be on It here. means mm-hmm. the world. Listen, guys, you have to check it out. The Onion yes, Peel. Yes, the Onion Angela, Peel. Angela, she... She's uh, one of She's a kind. Amazing. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you. Beautiful. Well, so are you girls. Well, thank, thank you. you. And thanks for coming here and doing this. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just appreciate, I appreciate what you girls do. I love that you bring smiles to everybody's face and Aww. that you just get on and you're just, you're just yourselves. And I, I, I know that sometimes that's not always easy to do, but man, I just love that you want to connect with people. It's mm-hmm. so cool, guys. Thank you. Well, thanks. It's cool to have, have a buddy in our, in yes. our little, uh, little podcast sisters. Yeah, the community right. is happening. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, that's all we have for you yes. on Uncorked Mamas. Enjoy the rest of your, what, weekend? Weekend. Week? Okay. Yeah. All right. Until thanks, next guys. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.